Bap, bap, bap. Here she is. She's coming at you. I'm shooting my sixth stand-up special this Saturday. Yeah. Yep. One night only. Uh, so if you're in the California, LA area, if you're dumb and give all your money to the state of California like me, uh, come to the show this weekend. There's a, only a couple tickets left, but there's always people that, I don't know, get COVID, don't believe it's real, to get, you know to match with someone on hinge that doesn't want to get to see me i don't know i don't know so there'll be tickets available figure it out i'll be at the comedy store 7 and 9 p.m then i'm going to be in charlottetown prince edward island canada october 5th i'll be in moncton new brunswick canada october 6th uh st john new brunswick canada october 7th waterville maine october 8th what a weird run i go from like random islands in canada to just maine October 13th, I'm going to be in Erie, Pennsylvania at the Warner Theater. October 14th, I'll be in Washington, Pennsylvania at the Hollywood Casino at the Meadows. And then next year, if I don't die in childbirth, July 6th, right after the July 4th weekend, come celebrate America's birthday with me in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'll be at the Mirage and I'll have a whole new hour by then. Um, come, come at me, bro. Uh, it, without further ado. Yeah. Here's Leslie Jones. Bap, bap, bap. No. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Leslie's eating. <laughs> oh, are we started? If you want. Oh, <laughs> No. I, I thought that was going to be like an action. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> professional, Whitney. What the <laughs> f***? We'll, we'll give you an action. We can. She already, made me, she already made me drive out here, too. I don't know where the f*** this is. But immediately, as soon as I crossed the gate, my phone immediately lost service. <laughs> yeah, it's the only way I can keep people to stay right, in the podcast. Okay. Hours. Where's the they can't call Ubers. They let can't escape. You, let me tell you how bro this is. This is when you know you a white woman. <laughs> when you can give your gate code. Like, you can give both gate codes. Like, I dare you to come up here and rob me, uh -huh. I mean, I remember one time. I don't want you to feel called out, but oh, one god. time. Oh god! Uh -oh. Right, here we go. <laughs> here we go. This, this is my Tyra moment. This is my Tyra Naomi camera moment. <laughs> is you finna tell me off? Come on. Okay, and Leslie just you know is eating chocolate pretzels. I'm sorry, this is good. They're so good. I just one time I think Topher Grace member was on the podcast and he ate a chicken sandwich and people lost their minds. <laughs> they were mad. Oh, oh, oh! Y'all gonna be mad? I'm eating pretzels. Oh. There's like <laughs> <Pizza. laughs> No, one time I it was your birthday. Oh god. And I couldn't make your birthday party and I Did I shame you? No. Oh good. I, I usually shame people. But I got your address and I sent you flowers. I remember that. And you Because I texted you, I was like, how the f you get my address? I know, you literally texted me, how did you have my address? And I was I like, you get my address when you who? I ain't give it to you. Who gave it to you? I was like, I thought we were. No, you talk to me right now. God damn it. I know we friends, but who the f gave it to you? I know. I was like, I was. Like, who the f is the source of this motherfucker? I know. I was like, so it's, I'm out here. I don't have to worry about anybody. Even if they have my address, they're not coming out here. And if and they you, do, you, the coyotes will get them. You got big dogs? I have big dogs. See, I'm so, oh, I'm so glad. Oh my. What? I should have texted that to you just please because I'm so scared of dogs. That's racist. How <laughs> the f <laughs> are you going to accommodate a whole race of people with me saying I'm scared of big dogs? I'm scared of big dogs because of you, mother. <laughs> so if we going to say some racist.
<laughs> That's racist what you just said to me. <laughs> there is some serious ancestral trauma with dogs. Yeah, y'all sick them on us. Yeah. <laughs> the f- ancestral trauma. I'm f- white people. Y'all motherfucking on my goddamn nerve. Are you okay. dating a white guy now? I, At the moment? Oh, wow. This, hey. Hey, listen, if this is going to be one of them type of interviews, bitch, <laughs> I got be- I will leave your house and I'll tear up everything on the way down. And I swear <laughs> to God, I'll, be- I'll break all those vases. I'll scare the shit out of that little Mexican lady that brought me up here. Because uh, you better be treating her right. <laughs> oh, no, she's been with me 16 years. I remember when I had nothing. I had an apartment right above the comedy store, mm-hmm. right? You know where there's that pink dot right above? Uh, $800 a month. And what I would do is I would hook up with guys and when wow. they would sell their, uh, they would leave their clothes at my house and I would sell their clothes at Buffalo Exchange. That's fucking savage. <laughs> well, he, and also, savage. <laughs> I was friends with, and I've told him this, Sean Lennon, who was John Lennon's son. We were yeah. in acting class together. Yeah. And sometimes he would leave clothes at my house when he would like just stay, like, stop. Like, wow, you can get a lot of money for Sean Lennon clothes. Yeah. And he would leave the like Duran Duran, like vintage t shirts, like these one of a kind tour shirts. And I would take them to Buffalo Exchange and I would get like $200 for wow. them. And he would be like, Have you seen my shirt that my dad like, nah. left? I'd be like, I haven't seen nah. it. John Lennon took it. He did. Have, my landlord has it. Mm, um, I pay rent with it, the, the <laughs> landlord. <laughs> Um, but, uh, um, I don't no, know. No, I, I, I mean, we're not, I don't call it dating anymore. Dating? I her- found out, I found out, like, because I've been dating, I've been, and yes, I am dating a white guy, um, Whitney. <laughs> I don't see color. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> you know what? That's another thing white people say that That's we That's the most hate. racist thing you can we fucking, fucking say. We fucking hate that. It's like, bitch, you gonna see my color. Mm-hmm. I'm not mocha ho. I'm mm-hmm. fucking chocolate. You better see And you all see the fact beautiful. that you're white, so you obviously see color. Bitch. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> it is shocking. Exactly. Me. Anyway, no. Um, nah, I've just realized that I don't think uh, a man's gonna fit into my life. I didn't realize that, like, you know how the years and years you go, oh, I want a boy, I want a boyfriend, I want a boyfriend. I think it's a, a wanting of something that you don't have. Mm-hmm. Try to fill a void. And it just becomes that obsession of like, okay, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, so mm-hmm. I don't have this, I want this. Oh, but, but, wow, I never realized how much I love my personal space. I never realized how much I like shit done the way that I want it done. Mm-hmm. I don't like to... Um, Compromise. It's not even compromise. It's just that I don't want to do what you want to do. Is that what is no compromise? I don't want to do because what you want to do is is wasteful. Now sometimes I can go, yeah, this is fun, or this is I. I'm, in other words, too, especially when you're dating younger than you, it's um these dudes are still taking chances, which I'm older and now I'm just like I've been there, done that. Like that's adventurous until the shit runs out. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, I I was like. Okay, that's cool that you want to watch TV with me. Yeah, I like watching TV. Yeah, I like kicking. I like smoking weed. You know, that's mm-hmm. I like smoking weed. I like working. That's really all I fucking do. That's like our primary relationship. And that's kind of sad because I don't know if it's sad or if it's just like, because you wouldn't say it was sad if it was a man. If, it, if a man was sitting here saying that you wouldn't say it was sad, you don't say it's sad because it's a woman, but... Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy my fucking nights. Like, people be like, oh, you're just saying that because you're really hurt inside. Well, no, I can, I literally, they used to, okay, I'll put it like this, fellas. 
If I was in a point in my life where I was just saying it because I was covering up pain, because it might have been a thing of me thinking that I can't get nobody or nobody don't want to fuck with me or this. But I'm past that. Mm -hmm. That's a phase that you go through. I'm so past that. Child, I could type my name into the motherfucking Internet and trust me, I will find a gaggle of motherfuckers who want to fuck. It's not it's dick is like not the problem of getting it's finding sane dick. Sane dick is hard. Sane it's, dick. Sane dick is it's a dick. Good dick is usually not connected to a very sane person. And it's almost like God's evil joke. Like he goes, like he's, you know, first of all, I feel like God is just like straight, like a hippie. Like he's like, he, he did this and he's like, wow, I didn't know this was going to turn into this. So I feel like he's up there with this glass and he got the big block ice. You know how they make the big block ice and he's got scotch and he's oh, yeah. just like swirling it. <laughs> And he's like getting faded. And he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is what I'm gonna do. 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 Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is what I'm gonna do. Wait a minute. Jeremiah! Listen! Listen, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put all the good dick <laughs> in the useless man. Ah! Ah! It's gonna drive him crazy! It's gonna drive him crazy, Joshua! Joshua! Joshua, I ain't never like you anyway, Joshua. That's why you ain't in the Bible. That's why you not you don't got your own book. You know what I'm saying? Like I, that's, I feel like it's such a cruel joke. Like, do you think it's because they know it? Like early yes, on, they mama. And listen, I'm gonna talk to all the mamas. You about to be a mama too. And if you have a boy, have you a boy. fucking piece of shit. I'm gonna call you a piece of shit right now because you're about to raise a piece of shit. All right. Well, listen, we're in LA. It'll be a girl by the time he's two. True that. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. And your kid is definitely going to be gay. Your kid is definitely going to be gay. Why? For sure. Your kid is either going to be uh, gay or a stuntman. <laughs> it's not going to be a Why? normal because kid. Because going to have fallen down that flight of stairs exactly. so many times. Your fucking house is a wonderland. Let's just say that, okay? John Mayer wouldn't even come here. Oh, Shalom. Do y'all know that there is one phase of sleep that almost everyone fails to get enough of? Nightmares, you say? No, we all have plenty of those because we all live in one. No, the phase of sleep that we're not getting is responsible for most of your body's daily rejuvenation, repair, controlling hunger and weight loss hormones, boosting energy and so much more. I'm talking about deep sleep, y'all. If you don't get enough, you're probably struggling with cravings, slow metabolism, premature aging, or even worse conditions. In my case, my delirium that I get from not enough deep sleep makes me think I should buy more horse statues. I've obviously struggled in the past. Why don't most people get enough of this one important phase of sleep? The big reason is a magnesium deficiency because 80% of our population is deficient in magnesium. That is so wild. Could this be why everyone is going batshit on Twitter? This could explain so much. Could this explain why everyone just goes on and on about how tired they are while drinking from an oversized mug that says, thanks a latte? Would magnesium make those people go away? In that case, this should be a law that we have to drink. We should start putting it in the drinking water. Could the magnesium deficiency explain why Biden and Mitch McConnell can't say more than four words in a row? Do we need to get magnesium to the White House stat? That's my side project. But magnesium increases GABA, which encourages relaxation on a cellular level, which is critical for sleep. Magnesium also plays a key role in regulating your body's stress response system. Stress 
What's that? <laughs> this With podcast those magnesium deficiencies, people that have them have higher stress levels. It negatively impacts Whoa. your sleep. So now, before you go out and buy some <laughs> scam magnesium supplement, it's important to understand that most products out there only have one to two forms of magnesium, when the reality is your body needs all seven forms of this essential sleep mineral, which is why I recommend magnesium breakthrough. I have it. Do you hear it? Do you hear it doing the cha-cha? Magnesium breakthrough contains all seven forms of magnesium designed to help calm your mind and help you fall asleep, stay asleep and wake up refreshed. In my opinion, this should be required by law. I started taking it. I, I all of a sudden remember where my keys are. I can remember my social security number like it's nothing. And I can take naps whenever I want, which is kind of a cool magic trick to get people to stop talking to you. I don't wake up every two hours uh, the way that I used to in the middle of the night to go online and read about how all the Disney castles are made of dicks uh, and then ruin my circadian rhythm for a month. This is it. The deep sleep benefits are very, very noticeable. This will change your life. Visit magbreakthrough.com and enter the code Whitney for 10% off any order. This special is only available at magbreakthrough.com. Buy Optimizers, Buy Optimizers, this is the name of the brand. I don't know why I feel the need to really make you guys get this because this changed my life. Magbreakthrough.com slash Y'all got to start talking to your sons. This is what I've been telling a lot of men too. Talk to, if you have a kid, if you have a daughter, talk to your daughter about men. Mm. Talk to your daughter about relationships. Talk to your daughter about how to handle men. Yep. Women, it's the same fucking thing. You want to raise the guy that women want their daughters to, to date. Mm -hmm. You don't want to raise a spoiled piece of shit asshole. Yep. And women, <laughs> this is going to be fucked up for me to say, but I don't give a shit. You know, you the mama, you know if your kid got a big dick. And you know if that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Start teaching them very early. Do you understand? Do you understand? Start getting in their ear real early. Like, you are special. It, <laughs> you got that special. But that doesn't mean that you're special. There, I see people, the way that they talk to their kids, their kids do the most mediocre shit. And they're like, you're amazing. It's so annoying, my Don't dad. Don't overly compliment oh your kids. You're stop lying. Giving, stop giving crowd participation fucking Trophies. awards to your fucking kid because you're going to raise a Just, mediocre kid. But they say you can say like you tried so hard. Mm -hmm. I am so impressed by the effort. You just put so much work into that. My dad would say that. My dad would go, oh wow, you did so good. Like I really love the way you rebounded. I really love how you hustled. But y'all lost. Yep. That's a good Next dad. Next time, let's fucking do this. Mm -hmm. Like when we would lose championships and I would be like, I don't want to fucking do this. I don't want to go. He would be like, man, you better get your ass up. Yep. This ain't fucking that. I got to go to work mm -hmm. and deal with fucking Bert and accounting. Mm -hmm. You ain't got to do shit but go and mope around fucking campus where everybody's going, ooh, don't worry about it. Let's leave next year. Get your ass up. Mm -hmm. Like, real Let talk, him feel the shame. Like, this is, I say this on stage a lot, too. You fucking new generation motherfuckers, it's our fault, first of all, with Whitney, our parents and our parents' parents. See, what happened was the trickle-down happened. They were like, we're going to go through these bad hours. We're going to go through this sexual harassment. We're going to go through this shit, but our kids mm -hmm. won't go through that. We want to protect and, them from what we went through. Right. And instead of explaining to them mm -hmm. and fucking telling them what this is, you, you, you shield them from it. And you shield them from life. You shield them from 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 consequences. You shield them from accountability. Right. And that's a fucking problem. Mm -hmm. And that's then the problem. And then they come into the workforce, and then 
the first person that has to deal with them as adults, some boss, I, the fact that you didn't prepare them for how life really works. Oh, now oh, I'm getting I'm teacher. getting called into HR because I asked them to stay an hour late. How and about I'm the teacher? Has to, how about the teacher has to deal? The, yep. and, and the fact that this is another thing that's shameful that you fucking know that the teachers is part of the, your development, your child's development, yep. and you don't fucking make sure that they're taken care of or make sure the right people are in place. What the fuck? You just taking your kid to the jungle? Yep. And just letting them go and be like, I'll be back at three o'clock. I want to go back to not needing a man to complete oh, you. Wow. Because I think Here that's a huge victory. Well, I'm, I'm 55. So, girl, when you get a certain of a certain age, I'm, when you 55, I'm 55. I'm 2000 years old, actually. No. I say I'm the 2000 year old woman because I've been through. Hold, hold on. <laughs> Can I tell you while you're chewing that? I just rewatched your special time machine. Oh when God. I tell you I recorded this uh, part and sent it to people. Comes out in a full knee brace over her pants. And it's it's like beige. It's like an ace bandage that like they make, I think, ones for each skin color now. It's just like a beige right aid. It's great. It's like it's great. Great. It's great. <laughs> with like a little pad on the knee in case. I love that and <laughs> over the knee. I love Gladys. Fully over the knee. I don't fuck around. And uh, hold on. I recorded it and literally sent it to people. It's it's. Do you know how mature I have to be to wear a fucking knee brace outside? Do you know how mature that I is? I can't. Look, I recorded it. I, I love it. I can't. I love it. Look, Pat. In a I full knee brace over her pants. You know what Chase said? Chase said it looks like a Power Ranger uniform. <laughs> And, and oh, I forgot who else said it. It looked like I was uh, doing aerobics. I'm doing aerobics and just like. I think it just looks like you're wearing a knee brace over your pants. I don't give a fuck. Which is fucking wild. I tell everybody, I'll be like, man, do you know how fucking mature I am? Do you know how responsible that is? I'm a responsible motherfucker. I ain't trying to be cute wearing it under my jeans. Fuck that. It don't fit under there. It don't fit under there. And I don't like when my knee turns. So the knee brace helps. <laughs> when you come up a certain age, you don't give two shits and a fuck. Do you understand? Yeah, they're so you, liberating. My, my lip, my I'm give wearing a fuck. overalls right now. I mean, I'm with you. Let me you. tell you something. I used to buy give a fuck at Costco. They used to sell it in a big box. <laughs> and I used to be able to put it in little sandwich bags and put it in my pocket. <laughs> so I can pull it out when I need to give a fuck. I don't. I don't even care. Give a fuck no yeah. more. You know what I carry a lot of. You better get the fuck away from me. Yep. I care now. That I keep in supply. I get that from Amazon. It's on a. It's on a, <laughs> auto order. Sub- yeah, the auto. Yeah, the auto subscribe. <laughs> but may I ask? I find the older I get and the less fucks I give, the more younger guys want to date. Me. Oh my no! This is what pisses me the fuck because off. they know we the won't more accuse them of rape. The meaner I am. Or the, oh. the more, like, I don't give a shit, they be like, own me. Like, God damn, it makes me want to quantum leap back to my 20s and go, start being a fucking bitch. Now, yeah. This nice shit, like, fixing motherfuckers' breakfast and being, uh, they they think you're a piece, they think you're they a fucking... respect for you, the harder you try. It's so annoying yep. because I'm a nice person mm-hmm. regardless. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. if you fucking come up, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to fix you something to eat. Mm-mm. No. Starve I'm in the fucking Starve. South. Throw a granola self. bar at the back of their head and they'll propose. Man, man, let me tell you something. These motherfuckers, like, when I tell you that when I be so, like, I got to the point where I'm like, you, you, you wasteful. I, I wish I was a dude so I could show dudes how to treat a bitch like me. Mm. Like, you are dumb. 
How? You what's the, just, it's just what's so, the handbook? It's just so goddamn dumb. <laughs> just right. Look here, motherfucker. Like if I was, if I was the, if I was the the man, if I was the man and they was the woman, everything I'm doing would not be offensive. Uh-huh. Like yeah, yeah. Let's go to Ojai. Let's go to Ojai. Just came around that. Let's go to Ohio. Yeah, I'm. A, yeah, I'm gonna pay for it because I got more money than you. You, you don't have, have to pretend no you fucking don't. money. You have to pretend you don't. And I don't pretend. Uh-uh. I don't pretend. I can't. Not any fucking more. I'm tired of that. Yep. You know how fucking hard I work. For my fucking money? You know how hard I work for the things I have and you want me to be ashamed of that? Go fuck yourself. What you want me to live in North Hollywood where I used to live at on Kidridge in a one-bedroom apartment uh, 750 square feet with motherfucking water coming through the goddamn wall that's going to make you feel better faster about yourself? How about you go and fucking get yourself together? How about you go to college? How about you go to therapy, you fuck nut? You fuck nut? Your mama didn't tell nobody about me because she didn't think you good enough to have a bitch like me. Oh, man, Whitney, why you bring me here after this now? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I used to, when I dated guys, I dated this guy who played an athlete. He was a sportsman. I'm like, everyone told me I emasculate men. You emasculate men. You're too successful. Man, fuck that. So I went, okay, I'm going to start dating big, strong athletes. Impossible to emasculate. Them the pussies. Always. Them the biggest pussies like a motherfucker. You you can hit them in the stomach and them bitches will start crying. You you can say, hey, your coach don't like you and them motherfuckers will fucking... They will curl up into a fetus position. I heard you've uh, missed a free throw today. Yeah, yeah, I heard that you're fucking. I heard that you don't know how to rebound worth the shit. Your knees ain't I heard shit. You, I heard you're not starting in Sunday's game. Yeah, like, like I heard, uh-huh. I heard that they was gonna trade you. Uh-huh. Them motherfuckers will fold Chris, up. I heard Chris Paul is he taller than you? That's what I just Yo, heard. they will fold like a motherfucking deck of cards. Them pieces. I heard shit. they. I heard they had everyone else at four seasons, and you're staying at the W. The, the biggest they are, the harder they fucking fall. Silky, silk. Ooh, silky, silk. Suck it, suck it, suck it now. Ooh, you want better sleep, better skin, less dry, gross-ass hair? Let's do it. Want to stay cool through the night and wake up with hydrated skin, hydrated hair? You know, you guys know this about me. You know that I'm obsessed with silk pillowcases. I've been sleeping on silk pillowcases for years because uh, it basically stops you from getting wrinkles because the cotton-ass dry ones, you know, they they soak up all that expensive product and all those oils that you put all that, that took all the time to put on. They just leach them out, okay? I don't do cotton pillowcases. I have not for years. I reapply product in the middle of the night. You guys know this about me. Come back. But what's the point of all that work if you're sleeping with some nasty-ass cotton pillowcase? But there has not been a perfect silk pillowcase until now. Enter. Blissy. Sleep better with Blissy's award-winning 100% mulberry silk pillowcase. This is not a pillowcase, by the way, that I'm holding up. (laughs) This is a little bag that it came in and it's on my bed and covered in like makeup and root spray. So I didn't want to show it, but this is the silk and I just love touching it. This is the little baggie that it comes in. Unlike other silk pillowcases, these are the highest quality silk and they're machine washable, durable, and they even have a zipper to hold your pillow in place. I love them because they're a little cold. Like they're not all swampy and hot and sweaty. They're crisp. They're cool. They make me feel like a Kardashian. I just feel like the Kardashians have a gnome who just stays in their bedroom, like just and only focuses on the temperature of the sheets. I don't know. These pillowcases are the perfect temperature right when you hit it. Ah, Blissey pillowcases is also the perfect gift to give when you're looking for a gift for any occasion. It's the kind of gift you don't really know you need 
but it, you know, people spend so much money on their products, so much money on their hair products, so much money trying to get a good night's sleep. And it's just as simple as this. And they have a ton of different prints and colors and they make great gifts because there's an option for literally anyone. Men love them too. They have over 1.5 million raving fans at Blissey and you could be next. Try it risk-free for 60 nights and get an additional 30% off. That's Blissey, B-L-I-S-S-Y dot com slash Whitney. Use code Whitney to get an additional 30% off. Sleep cooler this summer with Blissey. Let me tell you something. The first date that I went on out here is so fucking funny. And I got I got a BMW. Now, let me tell you how much it took me to get a BMW. I was going to buy two Ford Edges. That was the plan. Mm-hmm. They 33000 Yeah. Walk off the lot, 33000 I was going to get two of them. That's 66000 <laughs> I'm done. I'm done buying cars for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Ford, have you ever seen Ford Edge? It's They're so fucking it's, great. It's like when you see a pair of pants and finally fits. You're like, I need two. I need to get two. I need a backup back pair. I'm going to get a black one and a burgundy one. That was the perfect. That was the fucking plan. Why the fuck do I need anything else for two Ford I need a backup car. Exactly. Uh-huh. Keenan, Keenan was like, if you get a Ford Edge, I'm going to break in your house every night and fucking vandalize that shit. If you get a motherfucking Uber car, I'm going to be mad at you. And I was like, what the fuck? Why, why can't I have what I want? He was like, people ain't going to think you, people going to think you're not working. So I was like, I don't give a fuck what people think. He's like, well, I give a fuck. Your ass is at least going to get the bare minimum. Go get a fucking, like, uh, a soccer mom car. He was like, get a Mercedes or something like that. I was like, I don't fucking. I, so, Dude, I, David Spade drives a Ray, a Land Rover from, like, 97. Yo, trust me. I Trust me. He We had to fight. So I ended up. My business manager wasn't going to let me buy a car by myself, so she made me get a broker. I have a broker, right? It, great guy. So he was like, I told him my plan, too. And then I told him what Keenan said. And he was like, well, you know, <laughs> this, I'll tell you what. <laughs> There's a BMW dealership, and I want you to see this car. But it's right next door to the Ford. If you don't like the BMW, we can go right next door and get the Ford Edges. I was like, that's a goddamn plan, son. <laughs> Me and you are going to work good because you are compromised. You are a compromiser. Do you understand? You are a person that sees the future. You already know you're not going to win this. You know your client. I love this. I love that you Mm -hmm. love that you know that you're not going to win this fight. (laughs) So so we pull it. I'm talking shit. I'm driving. I have my friend with me. I'm talking shit the whole way. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to. And they got to be fucking kidding if I'm going to. And then. You know. I'm going to die. You know. Bitch, don't you have that baby in here? Listen. <laughs> oh shit! Don't throw it! Don't throw it! Your impression of yourself being like you know, <laughs> you know, because you know that's what that motherfucker's talking shit. Oh, oh shit! Your motherfucking ass, right? <sighs> so we pulled over into the lot, and he was like, "Get out!" You know, I'm not looking at the BMWs. I was like, "They look like Fords." You know, they look like the same goddamn car. They all imitating each other. But I will say this. The back of a car is very important to me. Ooh. That ass of the oh. car, 
Oh, it's got to do something. I know it sounds weird. Got to be bulbous. It's got to be something. Mm-hmm. I can't explain it, but it's got to be able to some... drive off and make a point. I don't know what it is mm-hmm. about the back of the fucking car. Yeah. Got to look like it's got something yeah. going on. Like you're like to cars what stand. men are with women. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. But I'm t- I, the back of the car is very. And because sometimes that, it gives up. Sometimes man, it's yeah, hot, it's hot, it's hot, and then don't it just like, like when it rounds off. Because then it becomes very mini vanish. But then when it does that flat. Truck shit, mm-hmm. you like, yeah, you trying okay. to you trying to get me in your life. So Ford Edge had a really good back truck, and I was like, back that ass up, uh-huh. right? Two of them, mm-hmm. two of them, thirty three thousand. I knew it. So we pulled on the lot for the BMW. We park and shit, and he was like, come on in. I want you to see this truck. He took me to the back, man. Uh oh. When I laid my eyes on this truck, because at first he was like blue, two midnight blue. I was like, nah, I want a black truck. Oh, I was just like. Uh, it just was like Batman. That motherfucker would spoke to me. It was just so BMW. It's the, it was so beautiful. What's, What's the it, model? It's a it's a dark shadow. You you might not see that because they only made seventy two of these and two of these in L A. And I got one of them. That Ooh. that that's a that, you know you tell that to a, a motherfucker like me too. It's like what? There's only two of them and I'm getting one. <laughs> Fuck yeah! What else? What else is so? Th- and let me tell you what's so cool about it is that my my I have you know my business man because I don't really spend money. So my business manager was like, "Yo, you gotta spend some money, man. Like, there's a lot of you gotta spend some money on something substantial." I was like, "Do you well, feel like you had a like a when I first started making money? I was like, it's yeah, gonna go away. I'm holding, I, I would call the bank. I'd be like, so how much? I have to know how much I, just, I have. I just spent something. So how much does that mean I got left? And they was like, "Ma'am, don't you got business? I asked you, bitch. You know, you there with the money, but yep. you know, it didn't work really work like that. But or I buy stuff and return it right away. I don't do that." But I do ask my business manager every time I see her, am I financially okay? And she just be like, I I mean, I, this is not the place I would tell you that. And it's <laughs> like, we would have a whole meeting and no. <laughs> she was like, you're great. like, but, but we had to spend some money. So she was like, I want you to buy it with cash. So I was like, what do you mean? Like cash, like go to the bank again? She was like, no, idiot. Just use your card. I was like, that's not cash. That's a-. She was like, I'm not going to stay on the phone with you. This just, isn't a Cat Williams show. Just, it's not a bag of cash. Yeah, you know, she, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I got to go to the bank. She's like, they're not going to. She's like, just tell the broker you buy into cash. I was like, okay, whatever. Because in my head, I'm like, do I need to go to the bank? Yeah. Like a suitcase, you know, come in with, you know, with a combination. So is that man going to bring it? Just like to bam it on the counter like, bitch, click, 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 click. So I looked at the broker and I was like, she keeps saying buy into cash. She was like, okay. And I was like, well, what that mean? He was like, you paying cash for the car. And I was like, okay. Listen, y'all the technical people, but all I know is that when they said I was going to buy cash, everybody in that dealership was like, yep, yep. What was so funny was all the black people was like, oh, <laughs> like, we see you, sis. We see you, we see you sis. Aww. Yeah, man, I remember this. So, but. That, yeah, doing stuff like that. When you do stuff like that, you become like, um, you really do work hard. And when somebody tell you that they need, to, you need to soften yourself or you're intense or mm. there's a lot of pressure, you go, go fuck yourself yeah. with a very sharp and deep knife right. and take a long walk on a short pier. Let me ask you. So you're, say you're going on a date with a guy. Do okay, you let him drive your car? You know, I let him drive it today. He drove his home because I, I wanted him to shut up. So I wanted to give him something to do so you could drive. 
because then you have to concentrate on the road and you ain't got to talk to me. So it's more that instead of I'm going to be the lady and let you drive. I, I, who you calling a lady? I'm, I, never, I'm never a lady, ever. <laughs> ever. You know the only time I'm a lady is like right before sex. I right, film right. up a little bit. I film up a what, little. What does that look like? Just It don't look like nothing but... <laughs> You throw your shoulder out of socket? You, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? You, you just quick no, stroke? No, I just get real, you know, like, nice. Hi, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, last night, last night, I dressed up. I dressed up. I put on a dress. I was like, at first, I was just going to, I was actually going to wear this to the restaurant. And I was like, oh, no, he's never seen me dressed up. So I went to the bathroom. He was like, yo, we got like a 45 minutes. to Like a dinner date? Yeah. And you like, didn't do spots? You uh, took the night off and just did dinner? No, we was in Ohio the whole oh, week. Oh, that's right. Oh, sweet. So he's like, you know, it was our last night. And he was like, I was like, you know, it's our last night. Let me go in this bathroom. I went in the bathroom and, you know, got all pretty and mm -hmm. glossed up and put my hair and put my lashes and, you know, and put the lips. And <laughs> I even put a shaper on. I was like, let me shape this. <laughs> shit that's under here you know shape it into something nice and then put you know the slut suit on put the slut, uh, slut suit on suit. the slut suit and um you know that's i starting to realize men are dumb and they that's what they like they like even though they tell you that they love you in your natural state the slut suit has to come out once in a while and when mm. i came out of his he was like oh shit yeah you're dating leslie jones and she's bigger than life you better fucking recognize, like fucking recognize. You know what I'm saying? So it is. We did. Women did recently start dressing like Adam Sandler just all the time. Because I'm like, do I have to wear the shorts? Do I have to wear my Under just, Armour shorts well, to dinner? That's because these are people who are now realizing that we're not in that plan of uh, Prince Charming to fucking rescue us. Yeah, I don't. I'm not saying that I don't want a man in my life. And I always tell men this. I don't need to be rescued, motherfucker. I rescued myself. Mm -hmm. How about you join and join in with the ride? Like jump in the ride. Like this is a nice ride. And then my number one complaint from all my guy friends is like, she's a mess. She doesn't make any money. I'm stuck with her. I'm like, we're self-sufficient. We have our shit together. You know who who does like us? Men that have been through a bad divorce. And then them motherfuckers are so fucking uh uh cynical. You have to be like, shut the fuck up. I'm not that bitch. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that bitch. Like, and and you know what? I guess it would be the same too with divorced women who probably like Are put better. all that shit on, on yeah. men too. I'm, I understand that there's a balance, but it's like, where the fuck do I fit in? Because I am a woman who has confidence in herself, who has confidence in her in a career. Who who enjoys? I, I'm a I'm a sexual being. I understand. I love my body, and I love to have sex. And I know how to have sex. And I know what it is that I want. I who wants bad sex? I don't want to just who the fuck. This You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. No, but this is why I had to tell my was like, you know what? This is a rule that you literally need to live by. And I say this all the time, and they probably have me all over the place saying it to Laverne Cox. But desperate des desperation is a big thing, and. It's not just with career. It's with your life. Like I was thinking today, I'm not no desperate bitch. Mm -mm. Ain't nobody desperate. And when you pick, and maybe I might have picked this person out of desperation because I wanted a boyfriend yeah. or I thought that's what, okay, that's what I got to fulfill now. Like I'm making all this money and who am I going to kick it with and all that. And I was kicking it. And most of the time I was like, Ooh, when when is this person gonna go home? Or and I was like, oh no, they're there for a minute. Like 
What if we move in together? Oh my God. Oh, am I gonna have to give him a closet? Oh, okay, no, wait a minute. No. Oh, are you gonna move? Okay, can you, I like, ah, and most I've been guys, by myself too long. And most guys' na- main complaint is, women move too fast. She wants me to be in her closet. She wants me to have a key. I'm like, I'm the perfect bitch for you. I'm the one that is not gonna like make you move in too fast. I've got my own life. I'm gone every night. I'm gone every weekend. This is perfect. And then it gets. And weak. then it's like, oh well, now you're not here. Like I, this is this is what I got. Or I they're got, like, I'm intimidated oh, I'm by you. The, you're too busy for the, me. I, this is the first time I'm not the main uh, thing in the. What what does that even mean? Why would you want to be? I think that most successful relationships, the relationship is. I mean, forget having kids and stuff. You come in second, so that I'm not putting all this pressure on you. I'm not like every night at six Yo, o'clock. What are we doing? What do are you we know doing? What this motherfucker told me that I feel like this is an arranged marriage, and I'm the girl. What? What is it? I, I didn't even understand. I don't I wanted, know what that means. I don't. I, that's why I told him. I was like, you can't even explain to me because what that you means. were you giving him lots of like orders. I or... don't fuck no. We were together. Like we was just like I don't. I mean, you're in my house. If we're doing stuff, if we're going places, and, and I was telling him like, Hello? Let's, I know. Yo. Do you guys know that 35% of all fatal accidents occur between 6 p.m. and midnight? <laughs> that makes sense, doesn't it? But it's also kind of wild. 35%. You know, people ages 25 to 34 have the highest amount of drivers involved in car crashes. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Morgan & Morgan is America's largest injury law firm. They have over 100 offices nationwide, 800 lawyers. <sighs> Are any of them single? <laughs> <laughs> With over $15 billion recovered for over 300,000 clients, Morgan & Morgan has a proven track record of fighting to get you full and fair compensation. Morgan & Morgan has been fighting for the people for over 35 years. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is so easy. Look, I'm pregnant. Being pregnant is hard. It's hard, I'll tell you. Trust me, I want to file a claim against the... <laughs> The man that injured me <laughs> with this baby. But submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is easy. Life is hard. Submitting a claim after someone hits you should not be. Weed is now legal and everyone just thinks we're in a simulation and that we're playing bumper cars all of a sudden. We need someone to protect us from the drivers that are shooting TikToks lives while the rest of us are trying to go to the donut store. Okay, a lot of maniacs out there. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. For more information, go to forthepeople.com slash Whitney or dial pound law, pound 529 from your cell phone. That's for F-O-R, thepeople.com slash Whitney or pound law, pound 529 from your cell phone. This is a paid advertisement. I think sometimes I've heard the weirdest shit when guys are getting spooked and I'm like, I don't even know if you believe what you're saying. Like, I, I think you're I told I told myself you're lying. Men lie so much that they lie to themselves and don't even realize they're mm. lying. They're lying. And, and listen, this because I don't want this to be like a man hate thing because it's not a man hate thing. This is more of a like, a, I really wish men would just be fucking self-aware of your mental fucking state. Like. Women are doing the work. Like, we do the work also, because the way, you motherfuckers have bitching about us. We're comics, though. You can't get a lot of shit past it. Like, we're not going to buy into your fucking oh, shit. And then, plus, I'm older, too. Been there, done that. It's like, again, ment- uh, what I find, a lot. And, oh, my God, you and your fathers, Jesus, just solved it already. Dude, you guys, Fuck, you... How you, many goddamn cartoons 
and fucking villain movies do I have to watch with you pieces of shit before you just go talk to your daddy? Can I go t- talk to your fucking daddy? Dude, you and your dads need to go into the oh woods. You need to go in the woods and fight each other. Oh, or fuck! Fight. Or something? What the fuck? I don't get what the fuck is happening. Just Jesus wept on the Dude, crystal. I had to hold a man in Mexico Dude, who was crying girl, watching fences. Girl, I have held multiple men. Shake it. Multiple Shake men. It. Multiple men. And, and and then what they try to do is after they cry like they fucking babies, they try to fuck you because then they want to feel. They need to choke and you. Like, and yeah, yeah. Fuck you now, you just cry <laughs> like little Willy Wonka, bitch. Get the fuck off of me. Get out. Like, it, it is, it's very, it's, it's so, it's like very annoying. But I be telling men all the time, it's not bad to get fucking therapy. Women mm. have been doing the work for years because we've had to. Yep. You motherfuckers complain so much about us and about our mental and about the problems we have with our father or our mother or whatever we have went through. And we went and did the fucking work and you stood back and not did the work with yep. us. Yeah, because we just express our emotions more. So we're like, you're crazy. Yes. You're psycho. You got to go to therapy. And now, but and now you want to do the same thing, but then you want to gaslight us about the shit instead of just fucking going and getting the fucking help and admitting that you fucking need some goddamn mental help. Instead of going to get some mental help, you guys are going to CrossFit and sitting in ice baths. Oh my, no, no. And, and none of that shit or, or fucking just walking out in the middle of the street and letting a Mack truck hit you, you dumb fuck. <laughs> I'm just so tired. And then any, anyone, any man who needs to say to me, oh yeah, well I've been to therapy and I've been all the way through it. You're a dick fuck and you really need to go the fuck back to your doctor. Fucking get some goddamn therapy. It's actually the most gangster man thing is, you can it is, do. It's one of the biggest investments while you're fucking at the gym investing into a trainer or these fucking pills or this fucking I'm um, being a man shit. Invest into some shit that's actually going to work for you. Because in the long run, when you do find a woman and mentally scar her and mm-hmm. then have kids with her and mentally scar them mm-hmm. and then mentally scar yourself because you're going to lose all of it because the only thing you had to do was take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. It's just too obvious. I can't, I, 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 I can't even tell you the idea that like therapy is weak or it's bitch or something like that talking about your feelings with somebody or just saying like, yeah, it is the most, the bravest shit you can do. The bravest shit and you're saving not only everybody's life, you're saving your own life. Like so much shit. People you people don't understand being human is hard. Men are Duh. walking into schools with guns. Duh, it, uh, what? Being murdering motherfuckers and I'm telling you right now, the the only release that y'all giving yourself is to have sex with a woman mm-hmm. or, or, or just like exercise? No. I honestly think like... And most men don't have friends too. You know a lot of men don't have friends. A lot of men don't have friends. I think it's very hard. That's why And if they do have friends, it has to be in some group. It has to be at a sports it's game. It's really, or really weird. It's very weird. They And they're scared to talk to each other. It's yep. just like, it's just, it's like y'all gonna, y'all gonna thin out. You're gonna die the fuck out because like, whether you like it or not, we'll figure out how to have kids without you motherfuckers. Nope. Yep. 
Like, fuck no. off, motherfucker. Like, I'm, I'm just so I tired also of think, the masculinity. Dude, I think there's also with so watching so much porn. Guys, yes! Guys are watching all this no, porn. No, yeah. It's in, and, and I'm sure women watching porn is bad, too, in a lot of ways. Listen. But I think when I see guys on dating apps, I think the more fake access they think they have to women, it's like, like no, pa you're passing on a bunch of women that might even be out of your league rejecting women and your bar is getting higher and higher with this imaginary it's projection. So, it's, so, it's so crazy because men don't understand that porn is pretend and you don't have a porn dick. Your dick is, is a regular dick. Those are professional dicks. Those dicks have managers. They have a glam. <laughs> they have a glam team. They have they have like they you have know a, a agents. Health insurance. You know they have insurance and shit. They get days off. You know those are professional dicks. They have learned how to actually do the fucking that you're watching. You average mediocre dick motherfucker. Get in your motherfucking lane. And how about listen to a bitch when she telling you how to fuck her? Cause let me tell you something. And I'm a, I'm looking. Am I looking right into the camera? I'm looking right into the camera. I want every man to hear this, and I need you to hear this. All from my motherfucking, the bottom of my goddamn pussy. I need you to hear this. Every woman, every woman, every woman, as much as you think you can fuck the shit out of a woman, no one can fuck a woman better than she can fuck herself. You better fucking back the fuck up from that trophy that you hold up upon yourself. You understand? Because nobody going to fuck her better than she is. I'm going to die. <laughs> but also, like, this is what we were recently talking about. This, like, the the audacity with which a man will slide into my, like, a dating app DM so mad at me already. Mad at me. Like, confrontational Angry. Gaslighting. Coming oh, in. so first, first you want to, because I always do this. Selfie. Can I get a selfie? Because I need to see if you're not a bot, and, you know, and do answer this question. I always make them answer a question because I'll be like, I don't want to see. Oh, so now you're demanding unmatch. I don't even argue with motherfuckers. I unmatch all the, the, the wonderful thing about some of these apps. Unmatch. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you, crazy person. Unmatch. Why are we in a fight right away? I'm like, from the I'm jump. From oh, we not. Unmatch. So why, oh, I had one that good dude, the dude that I said that had your name. Like, oh, that was so weird. He was like, he was like, so, because I was like, how tall are you? You know, I mean, because. He initiated and then you wrote back, yeah. let me see a picture of how tall are you. Like, let well, me just I get even, it. I didn't even say the picture. I just asked because I knew what he looked at. He, the picture. Let me knock out a couple like, I was just logistics. like, how tall are you? I was like, I'm six feet tall, so, but how tall are you? He was like, I'm 5'10". Are you okay with clinically asking me now how, like, I'm match. You think you, because it was like he's like I saw you at, uh, you remember when Tammy used to have the shows on the rooftop? I uh, met the you Magic there Castle. One night I said I met you. This is what I said to him. I said I met. He said I met you there one night, and um, you know we we had a really good conversation. And I was like, oh wow, why didn't we match then? Why didn't you try to come on to me? Oh, oh, little pretty. That's not how it works. So I started laughing because I was like, oh, maybe he's trying to be funny. Because yeah. I thought that was, you know, kind of funny. I was like, oh, okay. Well, do you live in L.A.? He was like, yeah, I live in L.A. And then I said, how tall are you? Because, you know, you know how to... I'm, he was like, oh, well, you know, 5'10". Uh, are you finished clinically asking me questions? Oh, I match. And I hope... Oh, I. this is what I be praying for. This is what I be praying for. and Because God never does it for me. He never lets me run into Karens. 
He never he never oh. lets me he never lets me run into a racist men. You gotta go to Trader Joe's. He, he never oh them bitches see Karen's all Karen's love me. I'm I'm I don't I'm a I'm I'm a goddamn unicorn. It's crazy. They they <laughs> they the Karen's always coming to me, go, I the, you know that they are because they go, I'm a fan. <laughs> they start off the conversation with, I supported you. And I'm a fan. I'm 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 actually a big fan. And you know what I do? I go, do you have me tattooed across your ass? Because I met a girl who got me my face tattooed across her ass. That's my number one fan. So <laughs> shit'll get off the pop. Just bitch. your face? Your whole face? Just my whole face, bitch, with the mohawk and everything. And I'm I think my mouth is in the crack. So every time she she her she does something, I think I smile on her ass. <laughs> It's fucking great. Where is she from? I have Where no idea, okay. and I do not want to know. <laughs> is that but why you were so paranoid about me having your address? <laughs> that bitch show up and be like, Lily! <laughs> with an ass out. Lily, you on my ass! <laughs> uh, but I do, I do have somebody tattooed on, uh, somebody uh, has me tattooed on them, and I was like, that's a fan. That's cute. But, um, um, by like coming yeah, in with never, anger, man. There's I, there's insecurity and there's anger, and I think there's well, this. What was we talking about? I was about to t say he something. He was um in your DM saying, "Why are you clinically uh, uh diagnosing how tall I am?" You can't. Oh, that's what I said. You can't come from man's and height. I, I match him, and this is what I pray for because uh, this is what I was starting. I was like, God doesn't let me have this though because right. He knows I'm crazy. I pray, <laughs> I pray that I'm at a comedy club because He said we met at a comedy club. I pray. I pray that he has the audacity to walk up to me and go, we were talking on Raya and you unmatched me. Oh, please, God. <laughs> because the let me tell you, I showed my ass in Montreal. Uh -huh. You'll be proud of me, but you know, white men, white men, I'm pretty sure they're going to be somewhere causing problems, but... Do, did you ever do Uptown Comedy Club in Atlanta? Probably not. You're white. Uh, no, never. So, but never. Atlanta, it used never. to be Punchline Atlanta was the club that I feel like I used to always do before. No, no, and now it, I they do... used to be Uptown Comedy Club. is what all the black comics went. Is so that Earthquakes probably... Place? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So this guy that used to book it, Gary, piece of shit. And he, can, you know, they always have the audacity to come up to you after, you know, they just been a piece of shit promoter. You know, you know what you go through yeah. trying to get their money. They put you in shitty hotels. They treat you like they shit. They lie about how many they, tickets oh my sold. God. They, and then they, they, you get there, you got six comments going up before. It's just like fucking total disrespect. Yep. So he walks up to me at, at the Montreal thing and I knew I recognized him, but I didn't recognize him right away. Mm. And he goes, he goes, yeah, Leslie, don't you remember me? I'm Gary. And I was like, Gary, Gary. He was like, yeah, I booked the uh, Uptown Atlanta. And, and Whitney, mm. I am in that place. Yep. I stopped and, and I'm, I'm, I love that I'm so dramatic now. I love that I take my time now because this is shit that I would get home and go, oh, I wish you would have said this. Yep. I say now what I wish. I say it now. So I stopped. I did a whole dramatic thing. And I go, oh, my God. Like I was about to. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. My mind always detect assholes. Oh, and I looked right at him. And I'm telling you, everybody I was standing with, Lenny and everybody was like, they were smiling and they went. Someone needs to say it. 
And so I, many, he was like, Leslie, what are you talking about? I I, I, I thought I, I treated you. With, no, you didn't. You treated me like shit. You treated every comic like shit. Like, fuck you. And now you're trying to kiss my ass. And, 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 and I that's have to exactly be fake. what I said. I got to be fake and I'm not fucking I'm fake. Not and I never fake. fake was then and I'm not fake now. You disrespected me then and now you're disrespecting me exactly now. That's exactly what I said. And do you know what I ended the conversation with? Mm. But it's good to see you still alive. Do you know 80% of people have subscriptions they've forgotten about? That's so wild. This is how these con artists make money. Think of how many free trials you've subscribed to that you probably never canceled. I had such a big wake-up call. I was still paying for so many apps I didn't even know about. At first, I thought Rocket Money, it would just be, you know, they would show you all of like the gym memberships that you never really canceled or all the things automatically being charged to your credit card. I didn't even know about all the apps that were still charging me. First of all, like three dating apps, Raya, which I have been off for years Okay. I make fun of it all the time, but who has the last laugh? Them. Because <laughs> I'm still paying for it. Okay. I was paying $70 a month. I had totally forgotten about this for, I'm not going to say the name of the app, but because uh, I'm about to make fun of it, a, a hiking app that gives you trails to hike on. Did you hear that, Pat? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised what? you didn't have more time to use it. <laughs> Well, I had gotten it during the pandemic to be like, oh, yeah, every time I go to a city, I'm going to like go on a hike. And then I, and I even looked at it. I was like $70 a month. Is this just where serial killers use this app to figure out where to bury people? Like, And it was like, oh, find out what other people thought of this hike. I'm like, that's just the Internet. Like why? I realized I spent I was this is embarrassing. $1,700 a year on weird subscriptions I must have signed up for. During the pandemic, when I was in a deep psychosis because the blue hair dye was leaching into my brain. Thanks, Rocket Money. With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the subscriptions you don't want with the press of one button. No more long hold times, annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all of the work for you. Rocket Money can even negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. Uh, all you have to do is take a picture of your bill. Rocket Money will take care of the rest. Rocket Money also lets you monitor all your expenses in one place, recommends custom budgets based on your past spending. They'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. Uh, that's a game changer. With over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money customers have saved an average of $720 a year. That's 720 things at the dollar store. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash Whitney. That's rocketmoney.com slash Whitney. Rocketmoney.com slash Whitney. Y'all know about Quip. So I'm currently with child and something nobody tells you about when you get pregnant is that your gums just start bleeding. You just start hemorrhaging from the mouth. It's pretty cool. I don't know if it's nature's way of deterring other men from trying to sleep with you. <laughs> I'm not sure the biological basis of this, but the oral hygiene is key. I went to the dentist. I am now going to go twice a year, um, which I think is what it's supposed to be, but whatever. She was like, you need to start coming more because you're pregnant and you need to get a better toothbrush. Like I had been using Quip on and off, but sometimes I would travel and I wouldn't have it with me. But now I never leave the house without my Quip. Okay, good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all of the oral care essentials that you need to care for your mouth. Now this, most electric toothbrushes annoy me. Most of them like tickle and feel uncomfortable and you have to like, press it down really hard and it's a hassle to replace them. 
You're not sure how long you're supposed to be doing it for. It's just like a big mess. Quip is a game changer because they have timed sonic vibrations with 30 second pulses to guide. Okay. A dentist recommended two minute clean, lightweight, sleek design. It's very cute. It's very attractive. No wires or bulky chargers to, you know, the ones you have to balance it on the thing. And then there's like dried toothpaste on it. So it doesn't balance on the thing. So you don't know that it's charging. It's just a hot mess. Quip solved all of that multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror so you can mount it so it's like you can put it right on the shower. Reusable handles and a range of sleek metal hues. I have the rose gold one. It's very sexy. Uh, as well as bright plastic colors uh, to make a pop on your bathroom counter if you're if you're that guy. Skip the batteries. Snap into healthy habits with the new rechargeable electric toothbrush. All the features of the original Quip plus one magnetic charge powers up to three months of brushing. It's longer than most of my relationships. If you go to getquip.com slash Whitney right now, you'll get 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser or water flosser. That's 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser or water flosser at getquip.com slash Whitney. Sorry, I'm burping. That's another pregnancy thing, but it's spelled get G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash Whitney Quip, the good habits company. Has there been anything you felt like? I mean, I kind of feel like this narrative of like, we can't say anything is comics. I think it's the opposite. No, I think, I think it's they the want us to go even I think, harder. I think they do want us to go harder, but I think that they're always, hey, I give it up to anyone who can do that hardcore shit and just do it and be brave enough to do it. But I always say, me, I do like to, to, to uh, uh, not trigger warning, but I do soften the blow sometimes if I know I'm finna go hard. Mm -hmm. I always say, listen, y'all might not like what I'm about to say. I yeah. might start like that or, listen, I'm about to say some shit that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I always do that because I always want people to know this This is my opinion. This is not the opinion mm -hmm. of everybody in this room. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeding you. I am not the all and be all. And plus, I'm a fucking comic and my yep. job is to make you laugh. And that is something that Sometimes comics forget and sometimes the audience that sit in a comic audience mm -hmm. forget is that this is comedy. Our job is to make you laugh instead of cry is to make all this fucking shit that's going in the world to make some comedy out of it. So we don't start killing ourselves in the middle of the fucking street. Well, you are also a master of your craft. Like, I mean, that's a dorky thing to say. I know. But I mean, watching your special like this is masterful. You're like, this is not something anyone that has been doing this less than 25 years right. could ever. The Prince thing. You, I mean, you don't say a word for like eight minutes. Oh, my straight. God. And th aren't those the best jokes? Though? And you're just and it's just you're surfing. And it's a true story, though. You're surfing, yeah. you're surfing, and can I get my ponytail back? It's just like, that's like, you can't do that in the first 15 years of being a comic. And when people are like, oh, I don't like that this comic joked about this thing, and there's some comics where I'm like, you haven't earned the right to talk about to talk, that topic yeah. yet. You can do it, you're just probably not going to get away with it because you well, don't have the skill set yet. And also, I don't even tell them that. I just go, I remember when I was coming up, I was writing jokes that I knew I wouldn't be able to do until I was actually really skilled. Ooh. That slave joke that I, I started off... I wrote that joke in 1992. I didn't start doing that joke until 2014. Like you knew I'm not going to be able to I, I, handle I, this like I, a pro. I I, and not make it to what it was going to be because it's one of those tricky subjects that you got to make that shit instantly mindfully funny and like so funny that they're like, ha ha! 
<laughs> oh, that, oh, like that's 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 skill. That's what else very... I love is the skill of knowing when you can, for lack of a better word, get away with something or handle a subject matter mm-hmm. in a way that makes sense. There's certain jokes I have where I'm like, this is going to be perfect when I'm 50. Right. Like right. I, that's when I should right. talk or, about this. Or jokes. Oh, my God. The joke that I do in Time Machine, the gigolo. When I say every time I see myself do it, I get so depressed because that joke should have had five years. That joke should have had a five year run so it could be beautiful. That joke was when when I first started doing it, me and Lenny was like, oh, this is not going on a special. This needs to develop. But it started getting so good. Mm. And Lenny was like, it's got to go on a special. And I was like, Lenny, I'm not finished with that joke Whoa. yet. That joke is, uh, every time I see it, I go, oh, the sprouts, That that's a that's something we left on, that's money we left on the table right there because it's it's some jokes that I write that are jokes that I've had in my heart for a while. Like 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 the stuff that I'm doing now, it's, it's like the set that I'm developing now, Time Machine, like Problem Child was 20 years of material. Mm-hmm. Time Machine was to show y'all I am skilled and now I am a professional comedian. I am skilled. I do this for a living. This next special is a mixture of both. It's like, damn, she funny as fuck and she been doing this for a while. So these are these are jokes that are... But also, I mean, yeah. Time Machine, there's this moment where this crowd work moment where you're talking about 20-year-olds and there's this girl wearing a sweater and it's just, you're like, the way she handles it, you're like, there's just no comic that hasn't been doing this 20 years where that moment could ever happen in a, in a oh special Oh my taping. God, it's because you do it a thousand times. You find a thousand sweaters to do that too. I mean, people yep. think that, of course, and that's how good you make it look. You make it look like it's the first time you did that yep. joke. But it's just to watch, it's, I can't, it's like watching an ice skater knowing they're going to stick the leg. Because yep. that's to me the best, like watching it going, oh God, oh God, building the tension, building the tension, building the tension. Then, oh my God, I'm safe in this person's hands. Like, uh-huh. you know, I never have have to be worried about this person. Exactly. I never have to worry this person's going to fall. And then, too, also, like, now I can really enjoy this person's performance mm. because I am, she's not going to let me down. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? And Mm-mm. that's where I trust I her like taste. To get people, I like to get people to that point where they're like, okay, anything this bitch says, I'm going to laugh at because, God damn it, it's so fucking great. And, it, and when you're up there creating it, too, that's what it feels like. I'll be like, oh, I can't wait to say this. Oh, I can't wait to say this. Oh, say this. Oh, say this. It's fun. Can I ask about, I've always seen you as so fearless. Like, would you say that, you know, um, you know, getting famous, the negative side of fame, which no one, pre- no one prepares you for. No. Here's a bunch of money. Now have a bunch of people are going to say they want to kill you. Or, or a bunch of people that say that they love you and that they love you. And that you're there, there, there. You're, 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 you're the reason that they're living, mm. or, or, oh my God, I would not have done this without you, mm. or if I hadn't seen you, like it's really fucking like I'm in Ralph's. I just want some fucking tomatoes. I don't want to hear about your aunt that fucking watched me on SNL. I don't fucking even remember that sketch, but you have to like that's part of the job. But it's it's hard. It's a lot of emo- emotional bandwidth. And then people don't understand, too. I'm very empathetic. So um, whenever people touch me and want to hug me or t- it's just you taking my energy yep. and it feels like it. it. It Oh, my God. In the beginning, the hardest part was the pictures. The hardest part was getting photos taken because every time the because no one knows how to use their own fucking phone. No, and then every time they would take a picture, I literally would feel in my eyes it felt like life was leaving my body. I just hated the pictures. Oh, Ghostbusters was the hardest time 
forever. It was press. Like, I remember just, I remember we was in Miami and I ran into Will Smith and Will Smith was like, you don't get paid for the movie. No. You get paid to do press. Yeah. And it was fucking hard. It was hard. So, yeah. Because it's also, we're entertainers. Like, when I'm not entertaining, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing in myself. Am I po am I trying to look right. sexy? And I right. get filled what with shame. What do you shame. want from me? And then, too, a lot of people, they, I don't know what they want from me sometimes. Because they'll, they'll stand there and they'll go, oh, my God, you this, this, and this. And then you go, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And then they keep talking and you go, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. What do you want me to say? Now what? For this to end. And then if you end it, you're a bitch. Oh, or if you go, thank you, and walk off. Like, uh, I'm talking to you. I've supported you. I'm a fan. Well, bitch, you don't own me. Tell me about this book. What's in it? Is there... Is there Leslie fucking Jones, baby. Leslie Jones wrote it's a, a book. Because there's a and lot girl, of stuff that I feel like I don't want to... There's going to be a lot of stuff in there, and I'm scared because I don't know how people are going to receive it. To me, that's the best feeling you should have before. You know you wrote a brave book if you're scared and anxious. I'm scared. When I wrote mine, I was like, I'm going to get sued. My family members are going to disown me. I'm all, that. all my exes are going to sue and me. And then, too, I'm like, is it accurate? Because, like, I smoke weed, so... It's, <laughs> and, and then my thing is, is like, the way I see it might not be the way that somebody else saw it. So I'm, I'm nervous about people coming out and going, bitch, that's not how that happened. And and the only answer I can go is, that's how I remember it. And it's tricky because, like, as a comic, you're like, what's a story for the book and what is an onstage story, right. you know? So how did you decide what was going to go in here versus what you were going to talk about on stage? Oh, it was, it was, well, I put everything in there first and then just took shit out. Mm -hmm. That's how you do it. We just, I said everything and then took everything out. Oh, this really is a fake book in here. It is. Oh, this is like yeah, a, this a is, book. I was like reactive foods. No, girl. Yes, exactly, there's a chapter girl. about No, I have that in my, oh. because I want to be a nutritionist. No. This is a metabolism plan. Discover the foods and exercises that work exactly. for your body that's by like, Leslie Jones. Could, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> the day I start talking about metabolism, <laughs> y'all go and check something. God damn it. But yeah, it's, um, it's going to be, it's a good one in the audio. Have you read your audio book yet? Oh, man, audio. I didn't read one word in that book. The audio is all free stories. I just went from chapter to chapter oh. telling what really happened. And you kind of just like riffed on it instead and of reading. I, I, every, the first, the, when we did the first chapter, I stopped and I, I, I said I said to the director, I was like, okay, we're going to have to redo that because I didn't read nothing in that chapter. He was like, we were not. That was fucking exactly Good. what we wanted. Like, Good. I started locking up. My jaw started locking up when I was reading my audiobook because I was trying so hard to get it right nope. and to read. And then I was like, what am I doing? Let nope. me just like go. Nope. I was just telling them the stories. I would I would start to, I would start reading and then I would I would read some of it and then just go right into the story. Do you talk about like SNL, like all, all this that. stuff? It's so good. <laughs> really, I'm gonna What are some like big lessons you took from SNL? You know what? Everybody always think that people that leave SNL or hated the place or whatever. It's like any job that you went to and really worked a hard mm -hmm. and, and had a hard time. It's ups and downs. It's people that you don't like, people you do like. Shit happens. It's a lot of pressure. You're it's in a, a pressure, lot of pressure cooker. And it's, it's, two, it's two jobs, mental and physical. You know, it's it's a, a hundred hours a week. Yeah. It's a hard job. But I will tell you, I learned how to write. Mm. I learned how to cast. I learned how to direct. I learned how to produce. You that that is definitely uh, a comedy college, and like the wisdom. Like I mean, I remember I was talking to Jetta Friedman once, and she said, like Lauren Michaels always says, like never tell a crazy person they're crazy. Well, that's such a good nugget of also, wisdom. Also, too, he used to always say, y'all think y'all need more time than a week to make a show. You don't. 
you have more time, you're going to fuck it up. And but I we're was all like, neurotic comics. We're like, I need two years yep. to write two jokes. And the one thing I learned to there, how to cut. How to cut. Oh, my goodness. When I first got there, oh, I used to be so sensitive when they would cut this or cut that. Precious, or precious. Try to change this. And I used to be like, and then when, when they would cut it and we would do it, it would be so clean. I would mm. be like, damn. So I started loving the cut. I love the cut now. Writing is cutting. I think now, the I, best. Time machine. Matter of fact, I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be 58 minutes. I think it ended up being like an hour four, but I wanted it to be 58 minutes. And it was like 20 minutes over. And I was in New York. Put, I put me and Lenny on a plane. We flew out and we cut that shit. He was like, you want to cut? I was like, yes, cut that. Look, take this out. That's too much air. Bam. By the time we finished, Jesse Collins, I remember Jesse Collins going, fuck, man. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, man. That, yeah. We did that, that shit in three hours. No fat. Zero fat. I love, I love it. I love it when most, it's clean. Especially even more so. People are watching things. They're doing 10 things at once. There is and you no don't understand, like, they watching it and they thinking, oh, that's supposed to be in there. All that air. Take that all out. Why also, is that five, two minutes before I start talking again? Take that shit out. And also, what, what comics do when they're, let's do this whole big applause break. Where no, people no, no, are watching. No, no. There's the show that you shoot. And then there's the show that you put out to the world. The people that weren't there. They don't, need, I, they don't need this pan listen. shot. This is why I tell comics too in these new comics. Respect comedy as a craft. Respect the craft of comedy. Just like you respect singing, acting, art, anything that's an entity, please respect it because it's going to be here after you die. So you're nothing special, but you're just a vessel. Stop trying to reinvent the wheel. Whenever a singer learns a song, whenever a singer changes a song up, they know the original song first. Mm. Don't come in here and try to fucking outwit the original. Like comedy been here longer than you have. Mm -hmm. It will let you be creative if you give it respect. If it, 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 But that's anything, singing, anything. If you respect it, the craft will let you have your fun and your creative things will be fucking snapping. But if you think you're better than the entity, then you're going to lose every time. Seeing, I'm not obviously not going to name names, and I won't mention like alt comedy was the thing, which was like we're above, we're above comedy. What about the one who did the one without an audience? You did a stand up show with no people in the audience. That's not a stand up show. No, that's a fucking mirror time. That's a goddamn mind work. Except Norm Macdonald's that he did during the pandemic. But Norm Macdonald his... is Norm Macdonald, <laughs> though. Do you get what I'm saying? He did it with his eyes. Yeah, Norm Macdonald <laughs> is Norm Macdonald. That's it... the, and it's still that's an audience. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, people who think that they just can do shit, I be wanting to, to drop kick motherfuckers, man. <laughs> like you trying to fucking bake a cake without flour. Fuck and it's like, here. that's the thing that it's like when people are mad at comics or whatever, it's like we get up, we leave the house every night at 9 p.m. OK, we put you before. So we don't even know who's going to be in the audience. You can be a bunch of murderers. You can have voted for someone that doesn't want me to be able to, you know, vote. I have no idea. You, you can, can be, hate women. You could be a bunch of Saudis. I am going to show up. And, and make all, your ass laugh. All I care about is making you laugh. For all probably, I give a shit for about. For like 25, I'll make like $25 maybe. You make 25? Shit. <laughs> not in Cali, goddammit. Not in Cali. And shit. like I am, I am like giving everything just to make you guys laugh for 15 and, minutes. And, and then now they got this thing where they're throwing shit at the at people on stage. Listen, let me explain something to y'all. Y'all think that I am from SNL or NBC. <laughs> I am. I, 
am from fucking Compton. I will jump the fuck out in that audience and I will stomp a mud hole in your motherfucking ass. Like, like every, every time. Me and Chris talk about that Will Smith shit. I said, man, let me tell you something. First of all, with Will Smith's huge ass, I would have just ran around the stage. I would have been like, Will! I'd have ran as soon as I saw him. I'd have ran around like, Will, I, he wouldn't have been able to catch me. Will, what's wrong with you? You need to calm down. Will, I would have started running, man. I would have been like, come on. Parents just don't understand, Will. You parents just don't understand. I'd have had that motherfucker laughing like, or something. But He's I, clunky. He's yeah, clunky. No, I'm saying. It's just like, oh, my God. Like, But I've been in shows where I've seen people walk on stage and get their ass whooped by Same. a fucking comic, man. I've seen motherfuckers get knocked out with mic stands. Mm -hmm. I said, let me tell y'all something. I am a crazy-ass bitch. Yeah. I'm not going to stop fighting you until four people are on me. Mm -hmm. I didn't fought so many people in fucking the comedy store. I came out throwing water at, at this uh, white dude that said something to me. He fucking wanted to fight me. I said, motherfucker, I'll be off in two minutes. <laughs> man, I came out and I looked for that motherfucker. Man, this was Don, recent? Was man, this recent? No, no, this is about two or three years. Don Barris. I remember Don Barris oh. and Brody Stevens. Uh -huh. Literally pulled me into the back. Brody, Brody was like, Leslie, no, no. I was like, I'm a good I threw the water at him and I hit Sarah Tiana. Sarah was like, Leslie. I was like, I'm sorry. I am fucking crazy. Please don't be a dumb motherfucker and throw something at me on stage. Because I'm going to whoop your ass. I'm, I'm going to whoop your ass. I'm going to jail. Do you not understand that my business manager have Leslie's going to whoop somebody's ass fun? It's just, she's got cash that she won't spend. That's she literally has a Leslie's going to whoop somebody's ass mm. fund. There's something. I That Will Smith thing, I do think it kind of emboldened. It started some weird mm -hmm. butterfly effect, dude. Like, the Chappelle thing happened. That girl had the beer can thrown at her. There's Shit, a Cardi B had to throw a mic at a bitch. Well, that and, and Lady uh, uh, Pink, someone threw her mom's ashes at Pink. What? Someone threw uh, BB Rexa, someone threw a cell phone, oh, hit her in the face. Oh, my God. I'm telling you right now. I'm off Fentanyl? The, yo, yo, let me tell you. Uh, after the after the show, and I don't even do it. I used to go and shake people's hand. This mm. girl tried to pull me off the stage. Uh, Yo, I want you to come down here. And this bitch yanked on me. And when I say Whitney, I yanked on this bitch so hard, she almost came on the stage. I said, "Bitch, go!" Yo. And her, all her friends, I was like, and I looked and I said, "What the fuck is wrong with you? The fuck is wrong with you? They don't expect that shit. Because mm -mm. then now they're like." We done made Leslie Jones mad. Yeah, bitch. It's weird because there people are like, I could never do what you do. You're a comic. And then after you perform for them, all of a sudden they've lost respect for you and you're just property. And like It and, doesn't even make uh, sense. And groups of girls that have drank a lot, like they'll play. Like they'll Oh, oh men too. Yep. Men too, man. I done had men grab my titty. I done had motherfuckers like, uh, oh my God, you just No, and then too. It's almost like y'all become temporarily insane yep, some, when, when yep. you're around a star. I've had men tell me, hey, my wife said that I can go home with you. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, oh, wife come up to me and go, hey, my husband likes you. Can uh -huh. he go home with you? Uh -huh. I'd had gay women propose to me. I'd had gay women break down into tears about how they want to marry me. I'd had <laughs> men break down into tears about how they want to marry me. It's fucking 
insane. Can I ask you though? I love that being around a famous person makes you temporarily insane. Have you ever acted insane around yes! a famous person? That's I- how I know. <laughs> That's how I know they're temporarily insane. We and this is when I knew we knew about it too. It. That this is when I knew Tom Hanks. I lost every bit of my shit when I first met Tom Hanks. I could not stop talking about all the movies that he was doing. I got him in a fucking corner. He was on the, in the benches in the corner. I was like, Tom. And, blah, blah, blah. and Tom literally did like this. He went. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm doing that to you. And then I remember uh, uh, Jim Carrey was there. Jim Carrey hadn't had the beard. And Jim looked so incredibly sexy that day. And I put my hand in his beard. And I was like, Jim, this is fucking sexy. This is really fucking sexy. This is doing it for me. And then, then Tom was like. That's the Leslie I want to kick it with. Like, <laughs> this other Leslie that wants to know every fucking... He was like, you think I don't know that you love my movies? I mean, no. Like, I know, man. You know, I, I got an Oscar for some of those shits. Like, Wait, you know? I have... There's a couple really funny stories about uh, Tom Cruise at SNL. I think this was before you were there, that he was there and everyone was acting so nuts. <laughs> like, no one knew how to behave. But one time, one uh, I think it was Bill Hader's. I heard this is like a story that someone was just like asked him point blank, like, what's it like to be Tom Cruise? You know, like, I'm not even going to act weird. I'm just going to straight up ask him. And he went, you know, I'm just like you guys. Like, I just have the same problems, same kind of life you guys have, same problems, same dramas. Like, sometimes Katie will come home. So, yeah, he was with Katie home at the time. Katie will come home and she'll be like, they were out of ravioli at the ravioli store. There's, there's not a ravioli store, it's not Tom. A ravioli store, Tom. Tom. It's not hey, a Tom. Sto- it's not a. <laughs> hey, Tom. You fucking Scientologist. There's not a fucking ravioli store, motherfucker. Who inspires you when you're just like, I need to watch a YouTube video. I need to like, like, who do you look to? Me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, like I have this little thing. There's this um, uh, member Carrie Strug that gymnast in the Olympics mm-hmm. who broke her ankle mm-hmm. and then she hit it again to yeah, beat yeah, Russia yeah. and yeah. on a broken ankle she stuck the landing mm-hmm. no she was gonna mm-hmm. break like I'll watch it like that I'll watch like Melanie Amaro from X Factor like her performance like on, like when I just like I need know. to I think I think I don't know I think I get inspired by just I don't know I, I I'm very much like whenever I need to inspire myself I just do it. I don't mm-hmm. know how I can explain it. It's, uh, I don't, it's not a certain video or somebody that I watch. Um, I think it's maybe things that I think. Any rituals? Um, well, just more, just calm down. Like, calm down, mm-hmm. look at the situation. Can you solve it? Um, if you can't change it, there's no reason for you to worry. If you can change it, there's no reason for you to worry because you can make action in both. It's not an easy thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, breathing. Um, it's mm. hard to say what I get inspired, but that's a good question. Um, and I don't have an answer either. It's not something that I, I go and watch, but I just think about stuff. Usually I, about, I get inspired also by something pissing me off. Like I now realize if something yo, pisses me off, you have to sublimate this fire. into work. That's my fight. I love when people don't believe in me. That's what I love. <gasps> oh, that's my I love, I love when people doubt me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love when people think I'm not going to rip. Or I love when people think... Or, or when they say she ain't shit or she ain't going to do this or she ain't going to be this. And then I just be like, doubt me. I love it. I love it. I'd be like, oh, wait for me on the other end, partner. Ooh, and just, then when it. you're able to go, the net net is the people that wanted me to fail the most or why I succeeded. Like I, the fact that I have you to thank 
the fact that you doubting me is why I succeeded. There's and, a reason. And you I, have to I made live it with in that. spite of what you thought about me. That's and you have I to live with the fact that you help me. I'll tell people that are shitty to me, like that guy, that guy, that Gary dude, like people that are mean to me that will come back around and be like, I just like to apologize for the way I behaved. I'm like, no, did you help me? Thank you so much. Yeah. Because I, you oh, being no, mean to me I is what helped me. I literally say this in my book. I said to all the people that, that love me, to all the people that help me, to all the people that hurt me, to all the people that have my back. You know who you are. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Because without you, I would not be Leslie fucking Jones. And at the end of the book, I said, y'all know who y'all is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Inspire me. I love when people tell me I can't do something. Oh, I love it. Okay. Thank you for the fuel. I needed that. I love you. I love you too. Thanks for doing this. Yeah. I'm worried about your baby though. Why? Because you're not going to be a good mother. <laughs> You're doubting me. Good. I'm, I'm, now I'm going to be yeah, a great I'm mother. I'm going to call CPS right now. That's, now you're going to be great. <laughs> now I'm going to be a good That's mother. Right. Doubt me, bitch. Doubt That's me. That's right, bitch. <laughs> bitch, you're going to be awful, bitch. No. <laughs> Leslie, what is this great. coming out? Leslie fucking Jones. September the 19th, nice. baby. You do a book tour? Uh, yes, Good. that's actually starting the day before September 19th in Philadelphia, I believe. Nice. How many cities? I think I'm doing seven cities. And then are you going to read from the book too? Are you yeah, gonna meet I think with I'm people? doing a little bit of that. I'm okay. signing some books. Nice. I'm taking some pictures. I'm doing some, you know. It's intense. And some tizzy tizzy, some busy uh -huh, busy. Uh -huh. Please learn how to take a selfie with me. Be ready. Click. That's what I, I'm not going to sit and pose. I'm not going to know. Mm -mm. I'm not going to do videos. I'm not doing none of that <laughs> shit. Be ready. Take your fucking picture because I will be like, take your picture and get the fuck out of here. Talking to you, Samsung people. I love you, Leslie Jones. I end these awkwardly. Don't ride elephants. Love you. <laughs> I end every episode with that. Right, elephants. Don't ride elephants. Cut.